0: Hello and welcome to this podcast from the Smart Manufacturing Alliance. The Alliance supports manufacturing across the Cambridgeshire and Peterborough area and this podcast looks to share insights into key topics within the sector and hear from the industry as to what they mean in reality. We hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome back to this, our second Smart Manufacturing Alliance podcast. Earlier this week, I caught up with Katie Davies from Camden Boss, an enclosures manufacturer based in Mildenhall. And I caught up with Katie to talk about how apprenticeships are such an important part of Camden Boss, not only for their recruitment policies, but for supporting and retaining their existing staff. And I hope you enjoy this conversation. Yes. Apprenticeships, yes. So Ooh. we've had a few chats about this. Um, last week as i mentioned so from your perspective as camden boss mm-hmm. just talk me through your apprenticeship journey
1: okay so we we're trying to do more ultimately um massive believer in apprenticeships um i my other half isn't he teaches in fe college did i tell you this before he teaches in corby yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 so like i get out of home as well like you know the, the whole challenge of school still sending like the terrible kids to fe college and it just being a bit inconvenient i'm now an enterprise advisor for the local academy you can kind of sit there they just talk about university and it's yeah. you know I, I don't ever want to be disparaging disparaging to the teachers and the guys and girls there supporting careers but that's their career path so they're really comfortable talking about it so it's 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 tough it is definitely tough So in our business at the moment, we have got an apprentice design engineer. We've just recruited a sales and marketing apprentice who starts in about a week's time. Uh, And we have got a production apprentice who's working in the machine shop. And then we use, so we're a levy payer and we use our levy to also fund um, existing staff on their development. So we've probably got four people in our workforce who are doing continuous training funded through the in an apprenticeship structure so we've got people doing um their cmi uh level three and team leading we've got somebody doing it's like a level five or it might even be more than that it might be a level six basically getting his um six sigma black belt funded wow, as an, okay. apprenticeship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funded as, an uh, as an apprenticeship so i think we probably we probably like recruit some like 200 percent of the levy that we pay because if you what i didn't know i've right, People really not the apprenticeship levy, but I think it's just really undersold and misunderstood by people. Yeah, it's a really confusing
0: bit of the apprenticeship world, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm really fortunate. So, so, you know, good mates of mine from Marshall run their training centre. So they educated me in the apprenticeship levy kind of, (laughs) you know, before I started, which I'm really, really grateful for. But I sort of said, what happens when you get up to your... You know your levy levy paid if it was what if it, what you know what what if you hit that ceiling? They said it's fine, you can overspend on your levy. I was like, what? What is this? And then it cost me five percent. So yeah. it's an absolute bargain. So you know, getting Robbie through his team leading qualification, which is absolutely loving, and getting bags of brilliant stuff from you know it he, is brilliant. Best thing we've done. And it's costing me like three hundred quid over two years. It, why yeah, would you yeah. not? That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. It is and, incredible.
0: I was chatting to somebody the other week and they were saying that actually there isn't a cap on <coughs> on the spend on it. You can just you could have everybody in the business on it, couldn't you? And yeah, you like you say do. for level and it's not just at level two, level three, level four anymore. It's I was chatting some there's a level seven leadership and management apprenticeship, yeah. which yeah. is a two-year course. But I mean, level seven qualifications are university and and big fees, aren't they?
1: Absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we tried to tot up, I think it must have been this time last year for National Apprenticeship Week last year, because I was sat here thinking, we've got a lot of people, you know, we've got a workforce of 105 people, we've got quite a few on apprenticeships at the moment, but probably not not as many as I'd want, but then we've done quite a lot of reshaping, so it's, you know, I'm not... I'm not surprised for where we are in our journey kind of thing. Yeah. Going forward, we will be recruiting more, definitely. And I was thinking, you know, my engineering director, ex-apprentice, my head of manufacturing engineering, ex-apprentice. And, and actually, we kind of got up to the point where we were we were thinking, like, getting on for, like, 20% of the workforce have been through an apprenticeship. So even our guys and girls in finance, um, at the moment, they've kind of, say, so one of them's just gone off on maternity leave. Um, but she, she's done her exams to date as an apprenticeship. I was like, that's incredible, actually. That's really, really cool that, a, you know, that a business of this size has got so much apprenticeship kind of input into it, either current yeah, yeah, or former. Yeah. So yeah. I've got, you know, Charlotte, my head of design, she's got a degree level apprenticeship. That's the route that she took, you know, and she just, she's one of those really bright, really engaged kids at school that went, I definitely want to be an engineer, but I don't want to learn about engineering at a desk for three four years i want to learn it and do it at the same time so Always, she's yeah, yeah she's next marshall um design apprentice awesome absolutely yeah, brilliant
0: that's amazing and it's really interesting to hear that was we, we talked with talks bertram about their journey of new people into the business and then um which chat with jamie one of their um, design engineers and he'd started out as a workshop apprentice and then changed and he's now doing his degree apprenticeship um later through his career but all through all his development and training has been done and it's not just that oh, An apprenticeship is for that school leaver at 18 and yeah. or 16 and we'll get them into the business and, and that's great it's it's much broader than that and you're really taking advantage of that aren't you
1: oh, definitely yeah it's brilliant really really good um and another avenue that we're looking at so we've done quite a lot of work with the job center just to, to try and support and also kind of you know <laughs> So it's not entirely selfless (laughs) to try and get a few people through the door for ourselves. But, you know, we're looking at the moment at kind of adult apprentices. So people that want to retrain or want, you know, want to come back into the workforce and and kind of have some skills to support them. And again, it's, you know, if you've got the right provider that can help unpackage it for you, it's really, really helpful. It's really good. However, I do get that, 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 you know, that is not always the case for everybody. So we've been quite lucky.
0: In terms of that support then that you get, you running that through a local college and getting quite a lot of hands on support from them
1: uh so a lot of our uh well we've got a really mixed distribution of people so for our continuous improvement um manufacturing engineer he's doing it kind of kind of remotely that makes sense so he does a lot of his learning remotely and then they'll come onto site to assess or he'll go you know so he went and did some project work the other week with another guy on his course who's at british sugar so it's brilliant again for for being able to see other places. Um I can't remember who the provider is if I'm honest off the top of my head. We've got we've used West Suffolk College. We haven't got anybody oh no we've got one person with them at the minute. And then we've got a couple of people that are being taught at the Skills Academy at Marshall. Oh right, okay. Yeah. And they've been really helpful and really supportive. So so we've got a bit of a wide wide range. And then uh, you know finding the right apprenticeship for the right candidate, uh, our sales marketing apprentice, I think we've got again it's going to be like a remote it's a workplace assessed one rather than losing somebody into the business where we do struggle a little bit it's for things like level two um engineering type stuff so where it's quite hand skills based it's brilliant it's great there's loads of value in it and our guys and girls would really would really benefit from it but the amount of time they have to spend out of the business at college makes it quite difficult so it's not something that we've ruled out. We're just trying to work with providers around kind of what's what's a good way of doing that that gives you a bit more flexibility so you actually see them in the business a little bit more. Because especially if they're younger people, you want to kind of make sure that they feel properly inducted into the business rather than just disappear out to college for a massive great block and then only come back to you when they're kind of fully skilled, which which doesn't feel quite right. So that's yeah. one thing we haven't done yet, are investigating, but that that just feels a bit difficult.
0: Yeah. I was I was chatting to you the week about that about um, tutoring and in work tutoring, so taking that classroom on the road in, in effect for yeah. for the right solutions. So um, I wonder if that's something that we can chat about offline and just just
1: oh, definitely. take it
0: forward because I think that's, there's definitely some merit in that and some I think some appetite of getting skills back in the classroom. Yeah. But is that classroom? Does that have to be a, a lecture theatre in a college twenty miles yeah. away from the workplace? Could that be in a in a factory floor? So I think there's definitely opportunities there and I think that's one of the bits that I've noticed over the last few months is that there's so much support out there there's so many different providers there's so many different ways of doing it um, there's basically support and courses for just about anything and the, the financial support's there do you find yeah. it difficult engaging staff in that journey or is that something that's quite easy to do
1: it's a really mixed bag it's a really mixed bag so So our sales and marketing apprenticeship that we've just filled, so yeah, candidate accepted just last week. So really, really exciting. Excellent candidate. We had, I don't even know, I think we probably had about 20 applications in the first 24 hours. It was insane. Yeah, Yeah, really, really crazy. I guess because it's not, it doesn't come up that often as an apprenticeship maybe. I don't know um and sales and marketing it's kind of a groovy place to be isn't it so so you can imagine that it's a little bit you know more attractive maybe than than some of the more standard apprenticeships I don't know so that's been great um trying to get people into more technical apprenticeships is is a challenge real challenge um and again like I said you know you've got lots of it's, it's quite a complex picture. There's still such a stigma attached to the word. So you've got of a bit of parental stigma of like, oh, you know, ne- next doors, little Johnny's going off to university. Oh, my kid's going to do an apprenticeship. Oh, why don't you just go to university and do that at university? You know, there's yeah. still that much of stigma, whether people recognize it or not. It's still definitely there. And I think it's just a bit misunderstood. So that's kind of my mission as an enterprise advisor. I think more people should do that and be enterprise advisors and get kids out and, and teaching staff into the world of manufacturing and engineering to, to actually see what it is and that it isn't scary and that it's not, not the 1970s anymore and it's a really cool place to be. Um, in terms of that continuing development, we get a similar stigma attached to the word apprenticeship. So, it you know, it's like, oh, it, you know, it is just training. It, like, you know, for, for yeah, them, it doesn't yeah. matter. I think for some people, it's, it is a big commitment, you know, because it, it is quite time-involved. So we're, we're trying to be as supportive as we possibly can in terms of allowing people time out of the business. And, you know, I'm re- again, I'm really lucky. I've, I've kind of built a really great uh, leadership team. So everyone's incredibly supportive of those people on apprenticeships in terms of kind of giving them a bit of counsel and support where they need it. Um, I think for some people, because it's because there's a, it's quite a long time scale over which it happens, it, it freaks people out sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. So we've got one uh, brilliant person that's just moving roles actually and looking to go into quality. So we said, yeah, brilliant why don't you also you know as part of that transition we'll skill you up this is the the kind of training that we've found that will give you those great skills really good little syllabus actually you know I can't remember what it is you know like a level I think it's a level three in like quality stuff yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> a technical, term? technical term absolutely yeah. that's how they market it I think oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but she sort of said well it's it's kind of two years that's quite a, that's that's a big commitment and i think it makes people really whew, really freak out and it's i think we're also seeing a bit of a damning indictment of the world of manufacturing possibly around here i don't know generally in that people have people aren't used to being offered training to do their roles beyond just in-house training
0: right
1: so i think it's it's a bit of a new concept to some people and it's a bit unfamiliar so you know and these are, again these are people so you know not, not picking on this poor individual at all but you know she probably hasn't done training or, or education you know assessed education for quite a long time so it is a bit i get it is a big thing to go back into but i think it's it for us it's just helping her understand that there is support there and, and what it actually means in reality and that it isn't that scary it's fine
0: yeah and we've talked before haven't we about that value of investing in staff and that mm. that role in staff retention but then that broader impact on On the sector as a whole, that actually creating those good quality employees across the manufacturing piece is good for manufacturing as a whole, not just for Camden Boss, but for the wider piece and embracing that as a, I think as a sector is quite important for us, isn't it? To oh uh,
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, you and I are definitely completely on the same page as this. And I think you described it as an ecosystem when yeah, we last spoke yeah, of us. And yeah. I absolutely love that. That absolutely hits the nail on the head. You know, I think again it was National Apprenticeship Week last week because obviously they had the different hashtags on every day. And there was one around us, us, us an employer. So we just did some stuff on Twitter just answering questions from people from an employer's standpoint. And another employer, well, there were a couple of employers that, that sort of said, Oh, yeah, but you know the twenty percent on the job training is really prohibitive, da 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 da, and they'll just leave. And I, you know, I, you, I was, ju- I was, I I was like, well, yeah, they, huh? they might, but anybody might leave at any point.
0: Yeah, like, yeah.
1: But but what I can't get over is, you know, again, looking, you know, my engineering director, he was somebody else's apprentice. You know, D- Danny, my head of manufacturing engineering, he did a brilliant apprenticeship with Jeb over the road from us now. But like, thank you, Jeb, because you've delivered an yeah, excellent yeah, person yeah, into the yeah. ecosystem. So now I feel like it's that you know we are part of that you know so you just got to get over that you will lose people but with that you will gain bringing other people in who have got a different set of ideas and experiences and it's 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 it it could be really powerful.
0: And it's that that pool of talent that we talk about, and I think everybody does that talent (laughs) pool piece talking about FE and university Mm. and saying this is this builds a talent pool, but actually the employers and the businesses in that space have a role in developing that talent pool as well, don't they? So that's oh, a bit, that, that pool analogies kind of feeds into that ecosystem piece of everybody putting a little bit back in and the pool gets a bit more enriched and, um, and therefore everybody benefits as a result because you've benefited from, from that director it's come from that other firm, but someone's yeah. going to pick somebody up from your organization that's gone through three, four, five years of training and development and, and growth to be yeah. more successful elsewhere so absolutely. it should. that's how it should work isn't it
1: that is how it should work and it's yeah I think you know that that isn't just a manufacturing thing I think that's everywhere isn't it you know the kind of you don't have a lifelong career anymore
0: yeah yeah
1: and that's actually you know that's absolutely fine you know it's it's yeah no it's fascinating fascinating times
0: yeah absolutely no brilliant that's um that's really helpful and really insightful so um
1: <laughs>
0: thank you thank you very much for that
1: Oh, you're very welcome. Sorry, I, I hope that was helpful. It's just my view of the world. But no, it's exciting. I hope, you know, I, I always hope that National Apprenticeship Week does a, a really powerful thing of, of really kind of educating people what it actually means.
0: And yeah, it's really yeah. interesting.
1: Action apprentices getting getting stuck in us um, kind of case studies of what they've done and why and things they wish they knew. And uh, yeah, it's good.
0: It's always a fascinating conversation with Katie talking about their business and how they operate and how their values are so intrinsically linked to how they operate. And for me, that's a really good way of summarising and ending Apprenticeship Week this week, talking about that value of retaining and investing in our staff and developing that future generation of, of leaders, engineers and people across the industry, that not only work within your business but work within the wider ecosystem of manufacturing across Cambridgeshire. And that's so important that we all take that on board. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and this conversation and look forward to seeing you again on the next one. Thanks.